Welcome to Triangle 411, the pulse that moves the Triangle world today. It's a vibrant collection of stories, medical breakthroughs, what's trending, social good, events, and boundless other adventures. A conversation pit of comedians, authors, chefs, sports figures, experts, the common and the uncommon. Here's the host of Triangle 411, Mary Innsbrucker. Hi, friends. May is National Mental Health Month. With that in mind, I thought we would visit the topic of loneliness, overcoming the epidemic variant of the pandemic. Loneliness, it's always lurking. Data from 2018 resulted in nearly half of Americans reporting some form of loneliness. So it is no surprise that recent findings suggest that during the pandemic, over one in three Americans faced grave loneliness. But again, the loneliness epidemic, as some experts have labeled it, was a problem well before COVID-19. Way back in 2016, in response to the growing public health concern of social isolation and loneliness, the Foundation for Art and Healing launched the un Lonely Project. Can you imagine that a title? Unlonely Project. The initiative hoped to broaden public awareness of the negative physical and mental health consequences of loneliness and empower people to connect with each other through the arts. The arts serve so many purposes. And in 2018, so again, this is before COVID, recognizing the loneliness crisis the United Kingdom, get this, created the Minister of Loneliness Parliament position. Can you imagine a, a Parliament position? Minister of Loneliness? This, you know, this is a serious issue. And as you can see, these actions predate COVID, as loneliness is a perpetual issue. And our children, our dear children, are not immune especially through the isolation COVID bread. To address the needs of helping kids build relationships, one can find meetup groups, specialized therapy sessions, and the like. There are therapy games for kids to play. And author Dr. Davis created an emotional intelligence flashcard book. There are opportunities such as the Treehouse Center for Growth and Learning in Illinois, which addresses social skills to help kids build relationships and thereby be less lonely. In the past, many had a pull-yourself-up-by-your-bootstraps attitude about the subject. Today, we realize the harmful impact isolation can cause. Here to talk to us about this matter is Crisis Text Line's Chief Program Officer, Becca Ross. Welcome, Becca. Thank you so much for having me. So let's begin by discussing how aloneness is far from a pull-yourself-up-by-your-bootstrap situation and, in fact, has serious consequences. What can persistent loneliness lead to? The impact of ideas like pull-yourself-up-by-your-bootstraps can be incredibly negative, including perpetuating negative stigma around mental health. Uh, loneliness has significant consequences that can impact a person's functioning, 
These include things like low energy, sleep problems, substance abuse or increased substance use, depression, and even somatic symptoms like muscle aches and headaches. And, you know, when we talk about physical pain, I'm reminded of the saying, he or she died from a broken heart. And it turns out science says there is something to that as the areas of the brain that deal with this type of social exclusion are the same areas that process physical pain. And something else I found interesting, according to a 2010 Cigna report, loneliness actually has, get this Becca, the same effect on mortality as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Wow. Wow. So if you're feeling lonely, chances are you're actually not alone in that feeling. In fact, loneliness is so common that researchers have classified the feeling into three main categories, and I'm hoping you can explain these. Uh, The three main categories are situational loneliness, developmental loneliness, and internal loneliness. And so situational loneliness can include things like life transitions that make you feel isolated, such as starting a new school, moving, maybe starting a new job. And thankfully, this loneliness often gets better with time as you adapt to your new normal. And second, developmental loneliness speaks to the feeling that everyone else in your life is progressing and you get left behind. So seeing friends get promoted or starting families, seeing friends get into their top colleges, and sometimes this feeling of uh, being behind, a feeling like everyone else is moving on and excelling without you, can lead to feelings of isolation and loneliness. And then finally, internal loneliness refers to the feeling of being isolated even when you're surrounded by people. So maybe you're physically around people, but you feel like your friends and family don't understand you or don't get you. Um, this could look like being part of a club at school, but not feeling a connection with the other people in the group and making you feel utterly and totally alone. Uh, internal loneliness also comes from a perception of being alone uh, in every single situation. Okay, so those are the categories. Let's let's talk about some of the causes of loneliness. There's many reasons that somebody could feel lonely. Uh, maybe you're experiencing a big change in your life, and uh, if you're unable to pinpoint exactly how or why you're experiencing loneliness, uh, you can think back to see if you have any major events in your life. So. Um, maybe you've lost a friend or a loved one. Maybe you switched your living situation and having difficulties with meeting new people due to access issues or have been in poor physical or mental health. Uh, even things like um, changing employment and living in a country where they don't speak your native language or being in a rural area where you don't have access to to people as much as you would in an urban area. And giving yourself some grace to explore those changes in your life can help you get to the cause of your loneliness. So we want to progress into how to solve this loneliness problem. First up, dealing with the ramifications of COVID. Now, as a result of the isolation the disease inflicted, 
different platforms have emerged, including this friendly caller program, which has people making calls to those who are lonely. They are out of many areas, including Utah, Oregon, Chicago's Rush University Medical Center, the College of Southern Idaho's Office on Aging, and even AARP has 275 volunteer callers that reach out to over 4,000 folks who signed up for the program. So that should tell you something right there, Mm 4,000 folks seeking companionship. And also, volunteer group Activate Good provides kindness calls to seniors. But, but Be- Becca, um, some generalized ways to deal with the issue, COVID-related or not. Yeah, well, well, first, uh, here at Crisis Text Line, we're here for everyone. So anybody can, who's feeling lonely can text HOME to 741-741 to be connected with a crisis counselor. Uh, some other coping skills could be starting small by interacting with people that you see in your daily life, like the grocery store clerk, mail person, school attendant. Uh, Studies actually show that being kind towards others can actually make you happier. So saying thank you when you receive a perfect cup of coffee. You can also um, work to to find your people. So community connection can be pivotal, pivotal for mental health and wellness. And so seeking people who share similar attitudes, interests, and values. And these days there's a group for anything. And so you can join up on meetup.com to find people with similar interests in your area. And if you're ready for a bold step, uh, you could think about getting a pet. Uh, pets can be beneficial for mental wellness, according to some recent studies. Um, can help decrease stress and mitigate symptoms of anxiety. And uh, pets can also be an opportunity to help meet other people by visiting a dog park or chatting with other pet owners on the sidewalk. Uh, You could also consider community service. So these situations present great opportunity to meet like-minded people and cultivate new friendships and social interactions. Also, the idea of giving back will make you feel good. And then finally, you can distract yourself from feelings of loneliness by indulging something that you enjoy doing um, and maybe even dive into a new hobby like knitting or bird watching um, or even re- rejuvenate an old hobby that brought you joy in the past. Networking is always a good thing too because even though you might not like someone in particular in your networking group, it exposes you to other folks who maybe you will have a connection with. I shouldn't say not like, but I mean maybe not connect with. And expect the best. Lonely people often expect rejection. And if you go into it thinking like they should accept me, it'll it'll go a long way. And, and you know, these are all great ex- suggestions. But what about the person who will still feel lonely even when surrounded by people? Yeah, so this is going back to the potentially harmful concept of pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. Uh, it's possible to feel lonely even when you're around people, and this doesn't mean that you're a failure. Um, and if you find yourself in this position with these symptoms of loneliness that are making it hard to live the life that you want and really the life you deserve, 
it could actually be a sign of something more significant like depression or anxiety. And if that's the case, one of the bravest things that you can do is seek psychotherapy to help with those feelings, uh, especially if you're also experiencing other symptoms like uh, depression or anxiety. And in some forms of therapy can really help with uh, changing your thoughts as well as your actions, such as cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT. And this can help you not only experience less loneliness, but have more tools to prevent it. I loved you used the word, one of the bravest things you can do. Um, It is a brave step, but if you really want to tackle this problem and if it's really a problem for you, that's what it's going to take. And so I liked that. And, you know, here's a few quick other bullets. Get some exercise and sunlight. We hear this all the time about everything, but it really does elevate endorphins and serotonin levels that will boost your mood. Uh, join groups or clubs offering something you're good at so you can shine. So a lot of people that, that are feeling like I'm not worthy or having these negative thoughts of, of people won't accept me or, you know, I won't fit in. If you're good at something, then you will be accepted and you will have more confidence going into these groups. So if you're great at video games, join that kind of uh, group. If you're great at quilting, join that kind of group. You might even become somewhat of a teacher in, in both areas and become popular that way or make a lot of contacts that way. And, you know, explore things you've never done before because you just don't know what door that might open to people you never thought would be possible to meet. And something that's big, and this is big in the business world, do daily affirmations. You know, you would, you wouldn't imagine President Biden looking in the mirror and saying, I will get this bill passed. But believe me, he does things like that, or people like him do things like that. CEOs will do things like that. They'll, they'll do affirmations to themselves. Some look right in the mirror and tell themselves the, you know, this is going to succeed or this is how we're going to work this out. And, you know, you can look in the mirror and say, I'm fun, I'm interesting, I'm kind, and I'm worthy of relationships. Another good thing is plan. How about a vision board or Pinterest or something like that, that you list things for your strategy to be able to connect, things you're going to do. For some, there's an employee assistance program that might be an option. And remember, this is not a popularity contest. You're not attempting to meet 20 people. You just need one solid connection. And beware of angling to be in with the popular kids. And I mean this for the big kids and the little kids, because sometimes their lives are not as great as they seem. And if social media is making you feel less adequate, get off of it. Look up old friends instead of fretting about making new ones. And lastly, two major pearls of wisdom. Hold tight to the belief that even if you're feeling lonely now, that doesn't mean you always will feel lonely. Most importantly, discover your highest purpose. When you focus on your purpose in life, everything else fades away and purpose can lead you to quantum peace. At the end of every show, we do a nonprofit spotlight, and this time we are going to continue with Crisis Text Line. 
Rebecca, please tell us all about your services. Thank you so much. Yes, Crisis Text Line provides free, 24-7, high-quality, text-based mental health support and crisis intervention. Uh, We empower a community of trained volunteers to support people in their moments of need. Uh, We're on a mission, really, to create an empathetic world where no one feels alone. So to start chatting with a trained crisis counselor, just text HOME to 741-741. And on the flip side, we're always looking for empathetic people to join our incredible volunteer community. And anyone interested in learning more about our volunteer training requirements can check out our website at crisistextline.org. And this is a free service, correct? Yep, completely free. And when you speak of volunteers, tell us a little bit about, because I know they they are highly trained. Yeah, so we have our our, uh, training for volunteers is just about 30 hours self-paced, and it's based on the most innovative and up-to-date crisis intervention and mental health support information that we have, and it will equip people to really be able to use skills that can be applied in all situations. We actually hear a lot from our volunteers that they use the training that they learned with us in their personal life, uh, really focused on things like empathy, active listening, reflecting, sort of the the tools that everybody would want to to feel if they were if they were in need of support from another human. Okay, and can you give that information one more time? If somebody needs to text us, it's just home to seven four one seven four one. And if there is anyone out there interested in volunteering, you can visit our website at crisistextline.org. Well, thank you so much for being here and all the help you've shared with our listeners. Thank you so much for surfacing this important issue. Well, it's time to high-five and say goodbye. Keep listening here or at our website, triangle411.buzzsprout.com. We've got celebrities like the U.S. Women's World Soccer Champ Jessica McDonald, YouTube's Hot Ticket The Holderness Family, think Christmas jammies, and Iron Chef Justin Sutherland. He is an Iron Chef winner, so he shares some great tips for cooking. I'm Mary Innsbrucker for Triangle 411. Today, dot, 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 be good to yourself.